Welcome, everybody, to episode 31 of the Equal Life Podcast, your home for esports, entrepreneurship, education, entertainment. One of your hosts, Marcus Howard. It's your boy, Sebastian Toza One Burton. <laughs> it's right in for me, a massive key trace. Well, I came in a little late. What? What? Man, Derek, aka Mr. Dope Work, is in the building. It's great to have everybody back together. We back together once again, once again. You know, I like that. Shout out to the audience. Oh, uh, we got four people tuning in live from LinkedIn. Let us know in the chat who you are. Always see is a number. Uh, you know, we appreciate your support. Last couple of weeks, we've actually been doing a, a, a minor segment where we brought someone in from the audience to join us. So we want to continue doing that for a few minutes, uh, moving forward into the future. So if anybody wants to join in for five, 10 minutes, let us know what's up. <laughs> Rich is in the building. Appreciate you, Rich. Dang, Rich. Rich in the building. What's up, man? Richie Rich. Rich. Rich E. Rich. Let me tell you, that was a name in the 90s that as a kid, I just thought that was the flyest name that ever existed ever. Like, especially because I was poor. It's like, who's richer than Rich E. Rich? You heard? You feel me? Like, oh, I got a lot of money. My man's name is Rich E. Rich. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Woo! It's going to be back. It's going to be back. How 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 have things been? <laughs> been I it's, it's been I in these streets. Yeah, yeah. I see some things have been going on. Yeah, I'm still on. trying to figure like why is this a double audio? My audio is low? No, no, my like I can hear double audio, so it's like oh, I but it might be delay. It might be you have monitoring on two things. That's why it might be double. I gotta go to headphones. Let's run it. Speaking of rich. Uh, he shared with us earlier that the uh, PlayStation Plus still has that discount. You can get Knockout City for free, uh, I guess, till the end of the month if you have PlayStation Plus. So if you haven't done that yet, y'all check that game out. Yo, I play Knockout City a lot. I'm not going to hold you. I play a lot. I haven't played in a very long time. It's, it's a lot of games out. I know. I know so it's like, know. what's going to pique my interest and keep it? Nah, I get it. You're the master geekress. So it's like, you got to play all the games because people. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that means all three of us then. Except for Derek. All three of y'all. <laughs> all three of us is not coming through. So that means that yeah, it has to... to. Yeah, Red. It's, it's on Derrickson, right? Yeah, it's on Derrickson. <laughs> so now, Derek, you have to go to the settings and put output on for <laughs> this window, this window captured. Okay. So Rich is saying the audio is back. All of us are back, Rich. All of us are back. Richie Rich. That's the flyest name. I'm trying to tell you. You're trying to play. Rich E. Rich. Man, Rich E. Rich. So what y'all got going on in the last week? What y'all been up to? Man, grinding, man. Listen, so, you know. Um, can you hear my mic? I hear you. Yeah. I can hear you. But Derek, I don't see you on the stream. No, no. How about now? Yeah, but I don't see your box either. I see what he's saying. It only shows like the three of us. I don't see you in like the. Oh, there it is. Ah, uh, he's there. Okay. Why is okay? Oh, My computer's slow. Don't know some of me. All right. Um. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, for the last week, it's just been a lot of marketing stuff, man. Like that's really what I've been doing a lot of, like really sharpening my marketing skills. Um, specifically, man, and I hope all our listeners, you know, this is the new curb that new me is bringing entrepreneurship because I really love it. Like I've have uh, I've always loved it. It's gonna love hate, but right now we're doing real good. We're on the upside of our relationship, and I'm here. To- I have a question. I have a question. So, what's up? 
since Facebook has now become meta, right? What has changed with Facebook advertising? I think everybody's getting ready for platforms that Facebook are going to put out that engage augmented reality. So I think when like, like everything, everybody right now is looking to see what places like something's getting hot is Pinterest because like word around is that like Pinterest is going to be doing a lot of augmented. Like you take a picture of something in real life and it has like augmented things around it. That kind of stuff is like where ad ads are going to start showing up because naturally once people are like, Oh, this is cool. I can point my phone at something and, Basically, it's Pokemon Go, but it's with shoes or it's with, you know, whatever I point my phone at shows the house comes up augmented and tells you how much it is and things like that. I think you'll start seeing it there. But right now, um, yeah. Oh, Samsung might be on Oculus or anything like that. I've been seeing like super trends. Just right now, like Instagram and TikTok and stuff. It's so hot that, you know, it's just like there's so many people. You can't you can't really go wrong with those and YouTube. But I haven't seen any super crazy changes in virtual reality. Have you seen any like virtual reality ads? Should I be on the lookout? No, I like I haven't seen any like augmented reality or, or VR type ads. I just was very curious since <clears throat> Facebook has become like the newspaper for ads, you oh. know, um, where pretty much you can pinpoint all age groups, but specifically is really going to be from 30 probably even 40 and up but 30 probably like 30 and up for ads on facebook and then everything else below that so i guess millennials us and gen z for tiktok snapchat and so forth and then like pinterest is really great even amongst you know women a lot of women use pinterest so but um I was just curious to see what's going to happen since, you know, the whole wave is on Facebook ads. A lot of people have gained wealth off of Facebook, you know, doing advertising off of there. And it's like, okay, since things is now meta, it's involving more than just your average tradition. The new tradition is taking like another step. Right. It's true. So I was curious on how that's going to go. It's something that, I think about, and we think about GSG, like how to beat, that's the conversation we're all having. I think it's brilliant that you're thinking like that. That shows how forward thinking you are, because it's like, that's what's coming next, man. Like, you gotta know, like, they can make an Oculus at $299 now, so it's becoming like a household affordable thing. That, that'll that always be the first step. You'll see it. Yeah, everybody got one now. I have one. I haven't opened it. Uh yeah. See, like, people have them now. People have them now. Smart they don't open it. Once people have them, then they have their entryway in. So, you know, now we have it into your life. And, you know, I think the first thing they're going to start doing is making your regular experiences into those experiences. So, like, now when you would check the news, instead of, you know, picking your phone up, it's like put your headset on. You know what I mean? It's like now instead of, like, when you when you want to check the weather, instead of picking up your phone, like, put these glasses on or put this on. It, that's what I'm... That's what I'm curious. Okay, so if no if no one's familiar with this, but Sam was I think when Samsung came out with the Note 10, I think I forgot. Um, but they had a way where you can use your phone to make uh, AR stuff, like your own AR things, right from your phone. Um, so. I, I haven't heard any of these mobile phone 
makers from, you know, the top flagships say, hey, except for Sam, Samsung, I'm sorry, Samsung always had the stuff first, but they haven't even actually marketed that, you know, since metaverse has been the buzzword. I haven't really seen anybody actually go forward and say, hey, we're making it that you can make your own AR stuff at all. Like Samsung did it years ago, but they haven't even come forth and say, okay, even with the S what 21, they didn't even speak about that then. Cause it's like, okay, if people want to make ads, how can they make AR ads if they don't have the technology right in there at their fingertips to make it? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just trying to stay what you can, like, very in the now the buyer's market right the buyer's market is like in the now like you want to like i was saying i was busy this week my main thing i was doing was emailing like emailing man like i don't know what all i can tell you as an entrepreneur and i of course i tell the squad this is us and i tell you guys offline and online in front of people but i feel like as millennials i feel like in this information revolution we're in like you gotta be emailing people you gotta be like you have if you have like people who are customers, leads, anything like to grow your business, you got to be like contacting them. And we see how fast Facebook or YouTube goes down and you're just kind of like out of connection with people unless you've been collecting their email, unless you've been staying in touch with them. So like, I feel like in this age we're in, like the augmented reality thing is just a new thing. You can't really be a, ha- I mean, I don't have the kind of clout at a Facebook level to like know what Facebook's going to do next. I just watch the behavior of like the public and I'm saying that they're making it cheap for every house. So that means all the kids are going to have it. And then we'll see what they do with it. Because once the kids make it cool, all the adults just try to figure out what the kids think is cool. And then we'll figure out where it goes from there. And someone will figure out how to run an ad there. But I think when it comes to sales, what's important to know is like, it's a new thing, but in five years, it won't be new anymore. So, you know, just get ready for it. And, and, and know that like, it's not even necessarily just Facebook, right? Like they're trying to win the race, but imagine a world where Facebook doesn't win the race. Imagine a world like Marcus be saying, where another company wins the race. Like someone else does it right, right? They're the center land or their whatever is right. And Facebook's, no matter how much money they spend, it's just not the one. Their 15 year run of being the bomb <laughs> is just over with. Like, this new phase that is augmented reality, that is virtual, that is automated, right? That is like Amazon drop show packages. And that is this. Facebook is not a big boomer in the front of that audience. Prepare for a world that's possibly like that because maybe the next new kid could make that new thing. Like that's just like now that's the new bully on the block because they're just unstoppable. Look at TikTok in the last two years. What? Yeah, I think Facebook recognizes that, right? I think, you know, announcing that they're meta is them trying to get mind share because they're having to play catch up, right? If you think back 2018, Facebook banned all cryptocurrency ads, right? You couldn't advertise you were doing a crypto or an ICO or any of that. And then coincidentally, a couple of years later, they're trying to launch their own thing, Libra. And then obviously there were so many issues with that. And, and Congress, is, rightfully so, is, has a lot of apprehension about them being in the metaverse. But they, they've had this opportunity. Blockchain and crypto and NFTs have been around for 12 years, and they only really got excited about it, you know, really when they announced this new name, name changer, two or three years ago. So you're right. I mm-hmm. think it, it is time for someone else. And, and hopefully it's a community of people. 
because what I've seen is like the metaverse professionals, the thought leaders are all, almost kind of like banding together against Facebook because they don't want it to be a corporate dominated metaverse. That's how you end up with kind of dystopian futures like you see in Ready Player One. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's it's like it's tricky because you look at something like Activision Blizzard, right? It's like, look, this is how big companies work. If you didn't know this, another thing for you to drop onto. It's like how big companies work is like at a certain point, it's a machine and the gears is turning, gears is turning, gears is turning. And it's like, oh, there's a little rock in this gear. They'll rather just try to fix that gear and not look at the big machine, why the rock got inside, right? Like, why did the rock even get inside the machine? They won't even look at that. They'll just fix that problem and keep turning. That's why Bobby Kotick is pretty much about to keep his job. It looked like even though everybody's trying to get him to step down because the culture is terrible, is because the publishers make so much money in gaming and esports that would take like something crazy to make them changes it's like it already works like we're not going to fix it. it's a billion dollar industry and so that's what i feel like you know i think about with crypto as well is like you know you look at the people who are just taking over from the top i want it to be a community but i i also see like you you know you look who's taking from the top it's like uh crypto.com you know I mean, I don't even know what their service is necessarily. Like, I couldn't necessarily describe it to you. I can tell you a lot of what they've been doing in, like, marketing and promoting it, right? Like, like all the ads, like, all they bought the Staples Center down the street. They bought that. They bought the damn 700 mil. The Staples Center since I was little. So, I mean, you know, I see the fortune favors the bold. I get that. It's good attitude. And you know Chris Reed off LinkedIn. Shout out to Chris Reed. You know, you be he be all about Bitcoin and crypto. And I think it's a it's a big thing. My 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 thought process is though, like, you know, again, the same way you look directly at esports, look at it for what it is. Like the publishers have so much power that if something isn't right. Like the people I want to make a movement change now at Activision Blizzard and look what's happening. Look what it's taking. See what I'm saying? So what if your money, your crypto got the same kind of thing? Someone controlling it ain't doing right. What you going to do about it? It's a whole new money source. It's a whole new thing. So I like that we have Marcus on the team because he's much more bullish towards crypto. I'm just kind of like, listen, I'm a hustler's hustler, man. Like when we get to the crypto level, however you move A to B or B to C, I'll figure that out. And then I'll just do it with crypto. What I've been doing with dollars. It's okay. Whatever I've been doing with dollars, I'm doing it with the crypto too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Red, you've been investing in some crypto recently too, right? Yeah. Um, I've been learning too. That's dope. That's I've been dope. learning. Uh, trying to figure out these different coins. And then, of course, uh, because of Gerard learning about Saitama, uh, what they've been doing, what's been behind it. So I remember, you know, a long time ago when you was having your class on crypto, you was like, nah, that Doge, <laughs> what was it? Was it the Dogecoin or whatever? He was like, it's not backed by anything. And so when I got to learn more by Saitama and seeing who's behind it. And there's an actual face to it because a lot of these coins, you know, there's no face to it. 
uh, like with anyone. You don't even know who started it up or anything like that. So learning about the white paper and seeing who's the developers. Sometimes you don't even know who the developers are. Uh, A lot of times you don't even know what this coin is actually supposed to do. You know, you'll have those meme coins out there that is just a pump and dump situation. It's not really contributing to anything societal, so it could be everlasting. So learning more about a coin that is supposed to be to have passive income all the time, uh, to actually be involved with other infrastructures like medicine or education that's when I know like, okay, this is going to work. It's just like with a company, you know, I'm like, okay, this is going to make sense. This is going to work because it involved in so much stuff instead of just being involved with one thing. So, um, so yeah, like I've been even seeing like different stocks and stuff. I'm like, it's just time to learn, you know, it's time to learn. And uh, it's time to also tell your friends and family about it that never even spoke about this stuff. You know, I was telling some friends, you know, most of our conversation might be about everyday stuff or gaming. I'm like, it's time for a new topic. And that topic is, you know, to get some income rolling in so you can create portfolios and and have some, some generational wealth, not just wealth for today. So uh, it's been fun learning about crypto. It's a lot to research on. <laughs> it's a lot to re- research on the whole blockchain. Another thing I see is not like a lot of women involved with blockchain uh, discussions um, and crypto. So, I, of course, uh, you know, I can't wait to connect with more women involved in the crypto space and blockchain to see what's their endeavors and what they want to utilize to kind of change the narrative on stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun learning about it. It's, it's a whole new world <laughs> for real, but I can see it benefiting, especially with our people. I can see it benefiting a lot, you know, uh, period with so many different things. Just like the topic that, you know, Derek had when it came to the whole blockchain thing, it's like, okay, I hear that, this can help this on a consumer standpoint or even that one developer. But how does it actually help our people as a whole? You know, like, OK, it helps them to keep buying something. How does it help for them to actually have assets in something? So uh, I was like, that was, you know, it's a it's a great point. And then that's where the educational thing comes in. So that's why I love you know, not only our platform, but other platforms too. For example, like Earn Your Leisure, who they continuously like, okay, this is the entry level on how to do something, the middle part and the advanced part too. So, you know, just getting that info out there. It's important. We're going to take a stock class with you soon. Shoot. Oh, me? No. (laughs) You said stock class. I'm yeah, still learning. You're doing it. You're already doing it. That's what it's about. Though. I'm still it's learning. About, it's about, and you know, it's about, I love what you just said. And it's about being humble enough to know that. Like, I could learn from Brad how to do it. I don't know how to do it that well. I got $100 in the stock market. I turned to 140 and I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the story. Like, I just, that's what I mastered. So, why wouldn't I, you know? I did the same thing. I did the same thing. I had, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm like, well, I had this amount of money in stocks, but I was like, okay, I had a, yeah, I think I had a hundred, 
think I had like a hundred, I invested $170 and then I seen it grow with Roblox. Like I invested early in Roblox and my Roblox actually was the one who turned every, like made it grow because the, the percentage, the game percentage on that was crazy in the last couple of months. I was like, okay, but that took months. (laughs) Then with crypto, I was like, okay, for example, a Saitama coin, I'm like, okay, I put in 200 in that. And I seen that grow quicker <laughs> than a stock. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, hold on. I think, and that's what made me just be, just by playing around with just, of course, $400 as a whole, I'm, I wanted to see what can work and what can't work. You know, of course, there's certain things that can stay and you hold on to it. And then with crypto, okay, I want to have a stake and I'm like, I'm learning about stakes. I'm learning about holding hip hop ha- has taught me so much. I'm dealing with that uh, just by him learning himself and I'm learning from him. You know, that's how I suppose, you know, that's how it's supposed to be. And uh, yes, yeah, some me luck. Okay. <laughs> okay. So so yeah, like um, yeah, having an early stake and not automatically because um, people nowadays are so reactionary on a lot of stuff. You know, we see it from somebody might tell you something in 140 characters, and it's like, well, we don't know how the tone was. You know, pump your brakes a bit and kind of take it in before you just react to it so quick. And uh, I see that even with investing in in crypto. You know, one person to see this one article in something. And they just dump every, they just sell. And then they just lost their placement <laughs> that they had. They placement they had six months ago. But they if they just would have had, just pumped their brakes and just see how everything will turn over in the next week to get more information off of that. Because people create any media news story that they want to create from countless news sources and you'll think it's the real thing because okay damn it's five people reporting on it five outlets but then once someone debunk everything you like damn i just sold a lot i just lost my stake and um that's another thing too because we live in this social media society right now that people listen to other people instead of actually doing their own research and anything financial, you gotta do your own research. Yes, you should always do your own research, and I and I, and I would imagine that in that stock game, it's the same way. You got to do your own research. I like, forget no matter what course is teaching you, who's telling you, you got to dig deep and do your own research. And that's something I think our generation. I'd be wondering, like, if cats is really doing that. You know that process. Like, you got to really just dig through like books, old documents information that like you got to get like you know the perspective of like what you're doing you know what i'm saying like that that work that comes before you can even apply your skills (laughs) yeah that's 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 nobody's doing that right like i mean younger generation definitely is not doing that you know what i'm saying (laughs) you look at the the squid game right the show that was popular on netflix yeah somebody made a squid game token a crypto right and it was a pump and dump. Like it wasn't even the people who had the IP that just made their own token. Right. And then I think they raised $2.1 million and it like it was gone within minutes. It was a rug pool. Like as soon as they launched it, everybody was like, oh, Squid Game is popular on Netflix. Everybody put their money in. Then developers took all the money out, like sold all their state and 
Yeah, nobody, nobody's doing their own research. That nobody's doing it. Nobody's doing it. Now everybody's like, a, the Squid Game is popular. I'm pouring <clears throat> money into it. That's crazy. Is that bad? Yeah, because I think that, I think that like to to be long term successful, you're actually going to end up having to be nice. Like you might be able to flip for a while. Like let me give you an example. Like Hollywood, if you make it as an actor. The average career salary for that is like, you know, somewhere in the low six figures, called 120000 right? That's the average career for it. If you gig five, six times a year on local level, you're going to get, you know, 120000 all right? And then, of course, there's your hand-picked people who are going to blow up like Zendaya or Issa Rae and start making $100 million, whatever, whatever, okay? Even with those kind of odds you would be better off to get to getting your actual skills up so that you can actually be needed more. Like being a skilled actor, even if it's not, you will end up being the number one cat, you're going to get a lot of work because you're better at the job. Then you was hot for the moment and then your ass not hot no more. Because let me tell you something, Hollywood is down the street from me and it's paved for people who was hot in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about is it isn't it awesome that <laughs> technology gives you the ability to um try Pump and dump, like something like that yeah, like, like to try something like that and have an economic come up well because think about well, think it fucking the game up you think you better because you you got multiple emails because you're trying to get on a newsletter and get 20 percent off twice and someone else chose to use it. <laughs> they got two million dollars. Like they, I ain't never huh? done that. <laughs> I ain't never done that. I mean, I would say this. Like, I could see they was like, "Hey, you did it." I I would never. So, like, to be honest, I it's something that say, "Okay, this is a Squid Game coin," and you don't see, you didn't do any research to make sure that that wasn't really from the people. You already know that was going to be a pump and dump because one, they could get sued. <laughs> they get sued. So you got to hurry up, get all the money. Everybody jumped on a bandwagon because it's something cool. I, like recently, I just seen a Squid Game toy. I like, I know this is not licensed. I know it's not licensed. There's so many Squid Game toy stuff. I'm like, last time I checked, they didn't make a cartoon for Squid Games, or they didn't make a kid show for Squid Games, but this stuff is being pumped over because there's YouTube personalities, there's Squid Game uh, games on Roblox that people created, so kids know about it just based off of that, those two things alone, because of Roblox YouTube personalities. So these companies was like, word, they start making toys. They got the fidget toys, they got the little I'm like, where all this stuff come from? <laughs> like, I know this is not licensed. Packaging and everything straight from China. Like, you can get your little figures and stuff. So I know something like a coin. They was like, yo, we're going to do this real quick. <laughs> as soon as it get popping, what's the limit? At least they had a limit to leave because they could have lost all of that. It was like two mil, we out. All right, next coin. Why is it go- it's going to be another coin? Nobody knows the face to it. You know what I'm saying? As far as the hustle go, I'm definitely not. So we applaud that. Like, congratulations to the people on the other end that produced that. Or are we saying, damn you? 
I mean, it's decentralized for that stuff to happen. I don't know if you could last in the game just to offer that. I don't know if you can. Like, I don't think that the the history of me being alive don't prove that the nicest people in the game survive off of, like, just trying to hustle, like, 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 you know, say something bad, like, 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 uh, like when Kobe passed away. All I seen on the corners was people selling Kobe shirts. It's like you trying to live off the times. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's cool or whatever, but it's like that's why you trying to live off the times. Hey, it's saying? not. It's not long. It's short term. You trying to live off the times? Like, you feel me? Like, and that's a constant problem I see amongst not only my people but other people, but just like, yeah, like you gotta you gotta think bigger. So if you're gonna come in the game, it's okay to come in and like. <laughs> figure out how to do that, but they could have thought of an actual way to incorporate. If you was thinking about that, you could think about an actual way, because D, this is real too. Think about an actual way to incorporate Netflix slash Squid Games into an actual financial thing and, um, you know, get something popping that could be a long-term play. Instead of, like, you just pump and dump on a bunch of suckers. (laughs) (laughs) Did them wrong. I'm not mad at you for, you know, hey, listen, it's capitalism. It's there. Can't knock the hustle. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't, you can't, yeah, yeah, but it's it's just it's it's bad for the ecosystem long yeah, term, and it's not helpful yeah. for, for nobody. It's not helpful for nobody because all you did was short yourself too. Because yeah, I mean, it's just like for example, casinos had to figure out a way to to still have winners, you know, and for them to still make money. Right. You know, that's like they you there to kind of sucker people in to spend all their damn life, <laughs> but okay, this week we have to have a multi million dollar winner you know what i'm saying like over a hundred million you know what i'm saying this week and we just suckered so much people but but we still had to make sure we had a winner this week you know it's like you 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 gotta have a trade-off there has to be some type of trade-off to to make it work because all these companies of course have more financial wealth than actual doing good for the world (laughs) but you don't look at it like that because they did two little good things out of all the thousand things they already did already. So it has to be some type of balance. Do you think uh, casinos were already very data-driven? When it first started? Yeah. I mean, it has to be. You know, let's let's go like way back. Okay, let's go let's way go, back. Let's go, let's go um, 2000. In 2000? Yeah. I mean, from from casinos to let's see. I mean, from two thousand, I don't, I don't know. The reason why I wanted to go to the origin because it made sense. Why from people traveling and having a place to stop? It's just like, for example, like truck drivers or whatever, where they need a place to stop at. So now there's something convenient for somebody to have an outlet to do something and see if they're able to take maybe something negative and have wishful thinking to turn it into a positive. So if I have this foot traffic coming into this part of town in this area, then having something to weigh your odds at can bring in more people. So now it becomes more like this type of meme type thing and a phenomenon that at this specific place, this is where people are, you know, where the gold rush was at, you know, this is where, X, Y, and Z is, you know, what people are trying to find fortune at. Let's see if people could place themselves against the odds to get fortune. So 
you know, of course, everything has been always data driven. That's why I wanted to go to the because I don't know anything, you know, out of the 2000s. I was trying to make it out of junior high school to, to high school. But um, just knowing about the origins and and seeing certain things, of course, things was 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 data driven because of, you know, foot traffic. Um, so, yeah, definitely. Rich is saying in the chat that if you watch the movie Casino with Robert De Niro, he breaks down the math for how casinos operate. I don't know how old the casino movie is and what time period it's referencing. It's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah. Al Pacino and Robert De Niro casino. So yeah. what? It, so as technology advances, what is that industry called? Is that called ca- casino tech? Is that called gambling tech? What, Ga- like, gaming. 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 Call it, they call it iGaming. The casino industry now. Like if, if they have a big conference, one of the big conferences in Malta, like the country Malta, uh, and obviously Vegas is. I think Chris Laporte may be in the um, over here on the corner um, in, in the chat. So if you can add some context for that, that'd be awesome. But yeah, like when when I was trying to raise money for Project MQ, like early on, I connected with uh, an investor who was. I, I thought he was an esports investor, but he said he was eye gaming. And then as I continue to learn more about the type of investments he was doing, the business he was doing, it was more around like purely casino and the entire part of the industry that's part of the gaming industry. From what I understand from his perspective, refers to it as eye gaming. Like game developers and everything. Like I know a game developer, and she mostly develops like casino games. I and stuff. So, yeah. Um, a regular person, like, able to regulate whether their technology is being fair. One of a, I wonder if they involve statisticians on that or something, like to know the odds. I wonder, because yeah, like it's developed games, like right. just like how the gaming industry period is. But I mean, that's a good question. But I would really think like probably some statisticians going to see what a, depending on how the game goes, what's the odds for X, Y, and Z? Because I never get, this is my first time gambling <laughs> when I went to Vegas, right? I lost my little $30. But I sat there and seen how it goes, you know, at the, at these little penny, these penny slots. And so I'm like, there's probably a sensor at these tables or something like not at the tables, but at the game, because once the person left and cashed out, I'm pretty sure it resets. And then that person stayed there for, I was counting like the person stayed there for like 15 minutes. And then it gave them since they dumped, I think like 20 or $30 in depending on what it was. And it's seen that the person was losing. It was like, okay, let's give you some free turns, some free spins. And then that's when it racked up. So then the person's like, okay, let me stay here because I'm getting these free spins. That's what happened to me. I was like, let me stay here because it's getting these free spins so I could get more and more and I could probably double my money. But a lot of people don't understand. It's like, okay, if you doubled your money or tripled, just cash out. Just get your little receipt and cash out and go to the next, the next slot. And, uh, but yeah, that's a great question because uh, that's something that I would definitely ask my homegirl. Like, how? Like, what's the development part on that? Could you could you imagine <laughs> battling artificial intelligence for that? That's reading to to string you along, like like physically watching. Like, okay, let me give her six more free tokens. Let me make her kind of win at this one. Like, how can you defeat that? And how can you know that? No, that what's happening with online poker now? <laughs> 
Yeah. I don't know about the all like question. Nah, it's true. It's true. It's true because the dealer is you play with a bunch of people, but the dealer is an AI. Is an AI. Mm. AI, so it's not like you. You know what I'm saying? The cards is doubt how the system deal them. So saying it's, yeah, it's man, some it's like, some you know? mathematics to that for right. sure. I'm right. pretty sure there's people who crack that too. Um, for example, even like with Call of Duty, if and I think even with Destiny too, that I realized like if I okay, I haven't played Destiny in two months, and I bet you by the time I get back on Destiny, they're gonna drop. I'm probably going to be able to get an exotic because it realized that, okay, why wasn't she on the, on the game for two months, you know? And so even when I get back on call of duty, if I was, okay, I haven't played cold war for a long time. Watch when I get back on cold war it's going to show in the shop, something free that I could get just so I can stay on that platform. So I'm pretty sure there's some time mechanism too on certain things. And that's smart to, to keep, you know, your players engaged. And it's like, okay, I got her back. She probably could spend some more, you know, some more in-game currency on something, or she might want to do X, Y, and Z. But I think that's smart. If you have something to still keep your players engaged, to want to still, it's it's an addiction type thing too. Uh, even like if you're losing it, something now let her win five games, <laughs> let her win five games, so she thinks she win it, but you know, with a house. So, well, um, what would you call that? So, from an industry standpoint, what would you call that position? Is that an engagement engineer or engagement architect that that is strategically thinking about how to string us along? Loot box engineer. Luke and then where do you go? Where do you go to get qualified to be that person? Boy, this is a, YouTube University. What you do? Yeah, because if you those are those that, are data analysis for sure. You know, people that analyze data, um, analyze, you know, just human interaction on how on the platform. There's people who are data anal- analysts that kind of see and get the records off of stuff on what time people come on a data analyst is making 50 grand 80 50 grand 100 50 to 80 yeah man hell yeah you need you need me let me be a data analyst you try to talk about you paying me forty-two thousand plus two weeks vacation (laughs) okay i bet you i'm not coming in for you because i could i could tell you about all the human interactions that come in here and make money that's a valuable position yo it's a valuable position. I didn't even think about that. Like, if you could like really break down the foot traffic based on, you know, how many people are using this machine or whatever, you could break it down. Mm-hmm. That's pretty valuable. Like, that's valuable. Really valuable. Yeah, I wonder what because there's so many different types of data analysts until it gets broken down into different names, <laughs> um, on depending on the industry too. But you're probably all getting guap. They're probably all getting crazy bread. Like it depends. Depends how far that person got to go with the information. Man, listen, I'm going to tell you, the lowest person probably doing that 70,000. Lowest is 70? Okay. Let me see for grand. California. If you were able to do that for somebody at a casino, like that's I don't the know. The person Let's, let me see. Let me see. Ahead, <laughs> Marcus, you think it's 70? I don't think it's 70. It might be be 70 in the casino industry, maybe, but data analyst jobs are not 70 across the board. They're not. Yeah. Then it depends on the state. You're talking about California, bro. (laughs) 
<laughs> what you talk about, California? Okay, let me see. Who could track? Whoever could track how many people interacted with a casino machine? How many people interacted with it? That's like they could tell you that in their interactions. So that that data, not just like any general data analyst. No way that person not making seventy. Hey, Chris Davis, we'll get to your question soon, my man. Just gonna figure this little thing out. It's gonna school them on how people get these paper out here in these industries. These data analysts out here. I would love to know. They pulling up on these new. Uh, I know programmers, programmers are bowling. How much so do casino analyst tool. jobs pay a year? The average annual pay for a casino analyst job in the U.S. is $60,583 a year. Uh-oh. 60. So Uh-oh. I was 10 over. 660, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I was 10 Does it say with state? Uh, that's a national is it on, average. Is it, it's a, it's a, a, a typical so I mean, Hollywood. You get more. A typical Hollywood casino yeah. financial analyst salary is eighty thousand, but you know, financial financial analysts and like interaction, human computer interaction, is two different it's roles. Different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, yeah. So do the computer interaction one. Do that. What are you getting on that? Money. Tell them. Tell them. Go ahead. When you <laughs> unmute, when you unmute, tell them. Money. Tell and as em. you can see, these are opportunities and careers and jobs and stuff in the industry that. That you know, y'all can have. That's what the point is. Let me tell them, D, because I know how you be wanting to tell them. D, y'all can have these <laughs> opportunities. Is what we're telling you. Y'all could do this. If you could tell how many people could use a casino machine, the casino people would say, wow, that's very valuable. We got a lot of money we could give to you. In fact, we got this much. How much, Marcus? Tell them. Yeah, so it's 60 grand for computer, or sorry, casino analysts. If you're a sports book analyst, it's 70 grand. Okay, so yeah, about the same, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's 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 solid. That's a developer salary. But at at what point does a person being able to do that become obsolete? Where the like the technology of the machines is are doing it? Good question. You got to learn how to do those new machines. Yeah, you got to learn how to do those. You got to learn how. As I mean, yeah, a computer is one thing, but computers sometimes still need some human effect. Right. You gotta be able to, to guide it because somebody's gonna learn how to do it, so you might as well be the one to learn how to do it. You shouldn't not, you especially shouldn't if they don't want to spend so much on that damn machine. <laughs> like, yeah, because also too. another thing, another thing too that our generation gonna do better than the old generation is it's experience over education. You feel me? So it's like instead of like like in an old time, they'll be like, "All right, Albert, we know you've been making the shakes here." at mcdonald's for years but we got a new shake machine and this shit is gonna be a process it's never gonna break but it became the mcdonald's ice cream machine but when they first got it they thought it would never break it's the new ice cream ice creamatron 5000 and people are gonna love it and we don't need you anymore edward and you know what like in the old generation like the boomers and stuff Edward was like phased out and it was like it was a sad day because like the 90s brought tech or whatever. Our generation, y'all better not go out like that. You need to learn how to use these new machines inside the um, McDonald's. You know the machines in the McDonald's? You better learn how to fix one of them. You know how to fix one of them. Put McDonald's put just bought like the paper in there to change the receipt bin and all that. <laughs> Ooh, they paying. They paying. They paying. You, all you're going to have paying. is like a little route, like a little milk route where you're going from a store I mean each McDonald's along a route going in, tinker with it, putting it in the printer paper and 
chilling. Probably eating. Probably eating snacks along the way. Check your tick. Check your TikTok. Check your bank account. Bing to hit you. What about these vending machines, man? I just went to a um. I just went to the uh the the Slauson Mall and they got a vending machine in there that um that like so all the vendors in there have their own sections, right? It's probably like ten by tens where they sell you know either shirts, clothes, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And um, this one section, the 10 by 10, had no people, had no stuff. It was a vending machine with hair weave in it. And it was all. Oh, yeah. I see one of those before. Yeah. And the space in there was just fly. It was just like a, it was just like a sofa, a scepter and like a bunch of curtains and stuff that was dope, like a, like a queen's room and just the vending machine. And the girls were just in line buying the hair. We bought the vending machine. And Hold on, so that they was doing their hair right there and then? No, nobody was. I was, about to, was I was about to say, if you are able to have a a hair dispensary <laughs> machine and have like a separate little areas where you could just do your hair right there, and then that would be fire. I'm live with you. That would be fire. Yo, Rich, 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 Rich said, Rich said, Rich said he he been telling me about the vending machine industry. I'm telling you, the vending machines too, bro. You get them popping. It's about how you know how to put them in a spot. It's about how you know how to put them in a spot because you pay four or five hundred dollars. You're definitely gonna get that money back, right? Like if you put four or five hundred dollars into a vending machine, you're gonna get that money back. What do you think? Like if you put five hundred bucks up, you gotta. The machine costs five hundred. Then you gotta pay two hundred to move it to wherever it's gonna go. But you got to, you got to figure. If you put some M and M's in there, you know what I'm talking about? The purple ones, the purple ones, the ones nobody's seen. That's what I would do. I would put the joints that nobody. The brownie M and M's. You put those joints in there, and nobody had those in that area. Go back and get just quarters out of your joint. Just quarters. You just get to be the lucky charms, uh, the 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 leprechaun. <laughs> just coins falling out. Sonic. I mean, I don't know, man. I feel I like, it, as like gamers, a lot of that is going digital now, so people are just swiping. So all that it just become electronic money. <laughs> that's true. You could even, yeah. yeah, you could even because. But I think those vending machines are expensive, huh? How much is one of those? Let me look. I'll tell you right now. Eat for life. Yep. So what's the data on that? It's like five thousand for the ones that can take debit card and stuff. They're like five thousand. At least from what I'm seeing right now. From the web store. Anything happening in the chat? In uh our LinkedIn chat. Oh, we had a Does question. Does someone have a question? Before we go, yeah, one person had a question. Sorry. By the way, it's five thousand for a vending machine, um, for a, a electronic one with a with a debit card sensor. Um, he asked what the group's thoughts are on Gala Games in regard to becoming a node owner. So Gala Games, and I get emails from them. I haven't put any money into the, the network, but they're uh, a blockchain gaming platform ecosystem protocol. Um, and they, they launch a I bunch of games and, and NFTs. Um, yeah. As I un- understand it, when you become an o- a node owner, you basically help the network process transactions. 
The same thing as if you were to, you know, you pay with Visa, you have to pay them a percentage of your transaction fee because they, the network processes your transactions. When you become a node, you get paid. So it's, it's a way to earn some money. I also just did a quick check. Apparently, uh, the price of, of whatever the crypto is for Gala Games has grown 350% in the month of November. So they seem to be hey. doing something right. Um, I, I think if you have the hardware and it's just, you know, a piece of hardware or, or, or laptop or whatever, or a phone you're not using anymore, there's no reason for mm-hmm. you not to try to mine cryptocurrency and become a node because it's passive income. Same thing Brett was saying earlier. So you, you've got the computer or computing power, by all means, go and do that. It is going to cost you some electricity, right? But it depends on what the coin is doing. Gala Games seems to be doing very well. And if you find other opportunities like that, definitely jump on it. The other thing I think is a great opportunity is being part of airdrops. And I, I kicked myself for not doing this like eight years ago when I got into the blockchain space. But airdrops basically is where like for marketing purposes, a crypto will basically distribute free coins. Just like all you have to do is like join their their Twitch or their Discord or their Telegram and, and then send them your wallet address and they will basically just give you free coins. So imagine if you did that with... Um, Ethereum, or maybe Ethereum is not a good example, but uh, the Crypto Kitties, right? If they were doing Crypto Kitties airdrops, you know, Crypto Kitties are now selling for six and seven figures a piece. You potentially could have gotten some of those when they were only worth, you know, 100 or 200 bucks a piece. So that, that's another great opportunity. <laughs> but, you know, we miss those opportunities, but every there's so many, there are over a thousand cryptocurrencies and all of them are using airdrops as part of their consumer acquisition strategy. Okay. There's actually even a website, I think, called like, airdrops.io i'm blanking on the name but if you go to that it'll tell you which cryptos are doing airdrops you just get yourself a wallet sign up for all these things and just start collecting these cryptos maybe some of them will take off some of them will go to zero but at least it doesn't cost you any money to get into this it didn't cost you nothing yeah right i see that right here yeah airdrops.io airdrops.io mark is dropping again airdropping on your head top again .io (laughs) that's dope I had no idea about this. Was that the only That's question? a gem for sure. Eat for life, back on target, right? Giving you game that you wanted, <laughs> right back. See? Was that the only question? That was the only one. That was the only one, sir. So why don't you wrap us up? No, what else we got, Marcus? Is that it? Yeah, that's. I mean, I think that's everything we had to discuss this week. Unless we had some questions. If y'all have any questions, send them in the chat. Definitely uh, want to get those answered for you. If you haven't gotten into crypto, uh, I wouldn't say put any money in, but you can get in for free. So definitely take this opportunity to learn about it because the metaverse is here to stay. We all know that the metaverse is really just the gaming industry, but whatever it is, it's here to stay. It's the gaming industry is here to stay. <laughs> low, low key, right? Low key, low key, low key, low key. So if you're gonna be putting your time and money in there anyway, you might as well be earning some money back. Might as well do it. Might as well get your money back. Might as well. All right. Well. All right. I'm definitely signing up on this because I need some free crypto. Well, <laughs> like, it's been fantastic to be back in the building with y'all, man. Good to see y'all. Thank great you. to see you back. Thank you, D, for putting us up, uh, getting us back live, and uh, I'll see y'all soon. And uh, you know. Welcome. Thank you for having, you know, the time to sit down with us for another great episode of Eat for Life, your number one place for entrepreneurship, esports, entertainment and education. That's the fourth one, right? Education. Yeah. (laughs) What y'all got going on this week? 
before we leave out of here? Um, well, I will be doing a lot of things. I have I have four clients uh currently, four pretty big clients at GSG. So been maintaining that and building on E for Life and things like that. But uh that's it really. And working on this computer so I can get back to, you know, helping out a little bit more. But other than that, how about you guys? What's going on? Yeah, how about you? Man. <clears throat> Uh, trying to figure out editing again, <laughs> uh, video editing and some, some new things. I, I really want to try and reface some stuff, uh, and get into some other sectors. I've been doing some graphic design stuff. So, um, and then it, just trying to clean out this backlog for February and seeing what content to do and seeing who to team up with. Uh, as well, whether it's in the esports sector or just educating through gaming, anyway. But um, but yeah, that's 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 it so far. Derek, how about you? Nothing, bro. It's that it's the end of the year. I'm trying to strategize everything for January going forward. Woo! So, so what? How how does somebody get on your list, Red? Like, what do you? What what list? I don't know. You just was talking about what you list? gotta go through your partnership list and you know what I'm saying. Who's like, working with? Like what's you, the? She'll, she'll, yeah, her, I wanna. Her people will call you. Her people will call you. Nah, that I, I mean, my email read in for me at geekgametyte dot com. So that is my email list uh, to see who I'm gonna be partner. Like I can't. I'm trying to strategize on who to partner with, who to collab with. Uh, and just refacing the brand, period. So I, I need some help on that too. So yeah, let our powers combine. And of course, the next things we're gonna do with E for Life, we gotta Voltron it up. So that that um email right there, don't reach out. We'll reach out to you. She's very <laughs> busy. I'm not yeah, busy. I want you to understand. I'm her translator. She does this for public appearance. <laughs> Don't ever use that email ever. <laughs> yes, use that email. This <laughs> um, is time. It's time to to get these uh, these commas up. Okay? <laughs> okay. 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 What you got, Marcus? <sighs> and we got some Voltron shit happening for the podcast on Tuesday morning, November thirtieth. Uh, so set us up for a strong um, 2022. And then I just got the, the last piece in for the book. So I got to get uh, Red's page design and then hopefully get that finished up this week. All the content in there. Got almost 20 game demos in there from around the world. Hopefully launching the Kickstarter for it next week. Ooh. Just trying to finish this up, man. It's It's been 18 months, man. So I'm excited to get this done and get it out to everybody. Let's, Let's go. Get Let's get it. <laughs> Let's get it. Oh, my boy Charlie Nelthor said, Red, we use Raspberry Pi, ultrasonic uh, sensor, thermistor, speaker, and microphone, a thermopile, and thermos stores to show a vending machine can interact with its environment. And we have an existential crisis to determine what it should be when it grows up. Thought you would appreciate this. Oh, Charlie. I don't see it. Charlie, 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 Charlie. Charlie's been a long time supporting the podcast. We got to get him on these episodes. Yeah, Charlie, yeah. Charlie, yeah. Uh, hit, hit me up on, on LinkedIn, Charlie. Charlie, holler, man. You got to holler more, man. You know, we might have to have you come through. I mean, you're at Nurse Sciences, and I want to learn more about what you do because you show been supporting real ones since day one. Charlie, you get to come through. You got to come through. We got to have him on, man. Come on, y'all. <laughs> 
Shouts out to the Ziza. Ziza always come through as well. I see you, sis. We gotta we gotta get a Ziza on. We gotta get you on too. We gotta see your perspective too. So we back, man. So hopefully all y'all who missed us, and even the ones of y'all who didn't miss us already, because we back from out of space. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. Thank you, D. He's like, y'all running over. Okay. Point Gamer is Central Florida's premier esports consultant for forward-thinking gamers, brands, and organizations. We create customized gaming-centric campaigns, programs, and initiatives to seamlessly support your business goals. Visit highpointgamer.com for more info.